The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If anything good ever happens with parenting, I have some advice. Don't ever post about it on Instagram. So jinxable, this stuff, isn't it? Oh, it's so cruel. I can't, I, I'm kicking myself. So, um, <laughs> welcome back to Two New Mums. As you will probably know, if you've listened to the last few episodes, Jenny and I have been struggling a little bit with the four-month sleep regression. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to the point, uh, I think last weekend. Well, here's what happened, right? Last weekend, I went to my mum's. She woke up every hour on the Saturday night, every hour, and I just couldn't get back to sleep most times she even went to sleep. And I woke up thinking, I don't know how I can do any more of this. Yeah. And then the next night, she was a different baby. And she literally went straight down to sleep. She slept for hours. And I thought, oh, that's just because she didn't sleep much next night. And then the following five nights, she basically went straight down. And I mean, if we're saying five hours is sleeping through, she was practically sleeping through every night. Oh, like, unbelievable! yes. Right? And I just thought, this is it. I've made it. I've yes. made it. I've made it through all the wilderness, <laughs> the four-month sleep regression. I thought, oh, it's all been for something. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. And I thought, I'm not going to put it on Instagram yet because I just want to make sure we're out the woods. But I thought I did want to acknowledge it because I'm aware that, you know, I had been harping on about it and there might be other mums who were not at that stage yet and were panicking. So I wanted them to know that it's going to be okay. Yeah. So I thought, I'm ready. It's been nearly a week. It's been nearly a week. I'm, you know, I'm well-rested. <laughs> Um, I'm going to do an Instagram post and I posted and was like, look, I'm aware there's going to be other nights, but I think we're out of the sleep regression and it feels amazing. Guess what happened that night? Oh, I think I can, but go on. Just woke up every hour, didn't she? So what? What? Oh gosh. Do you know what's hilarious as well as we're calling it the four month sleep regression still and in a week, Bear is six months old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I realized, I was like, I've lost count of how old she is and every week I've just been like, how is she still four months? Yeah. <laughs> it's been the longest month of my life. The other months flew by. She is now five months, but um, yeah, last night, I mean, I was up at two in the morning just kind of thinking, I do, why did I do that? And every night I've just since I've been wired. It's since that Instagram post, it's been awful again. 
Oh, mate. I'm so confused. I mean, I have managed to get... I managed to get her down easier than before, so she'll go straight down. But, it's, yeah, she'll wake... Every, at the moment, waking every hour till, like, two. And then she did She did do, like, a four-hour chunk sleep last night, which I'm grateful for, but it to get there is is a task, and she's in the bed with me, and, like, I'm full-on giving up. Like, just do what you want, kid. The week <laughs> that she gave you the sleep, those five nights, did you really take advantage of it, though? Well, I mean, I still probably wake regularly. No, I, do you know what? I didn't even wake regularly and check she was breathing. I, I was so tired. You I just was slept. just asleep. Um, yes, I, I mean, I think I did. I think so. I just was kind of every day thinking, oh, okay. I think, <laughs> all right. I tell you what happened, Jenny, what I did for the first time, and I messaged you, and you, I think you were a bit flabbergasted. It was the first time last week that I put her down at like a reasonable time. She's not on the Love Island schedule anymore. I have managed to get to bed earlier. So she, <laughs> she's get, she gets down by like, you know, nine. And then um, I went downstairs and watched TV, just me, Kenny and the dog. Yes. And I was just thought, wow, this is magnificent. I don't even have the monitor up in the room, but I can hear her. So um, Wait, you didn't have the I baby should... monitor? No. Okay, that's brave. Because... I couldn't do that. But I can hear her. Like I left the door open and I thought I'll just hear her. And sure. I do. Yeah. So, But I probably should. I just thought, no, I just need, I need my time. Um yeah, so, I mean, I generally go to bed about 10 anyway, because I'm knackered, but just having that was amazing. But yeah, she's sort of, yeah, that Instagram post has ruined that. Hopefully it'll go, hopefully it'll go back, but I don't know. Oh, you well, had a, just... I saw you had a bath though. It was like in the evening and you were in the bath with a glass of wine and that made me really happy for you. She hadn't gone down at that point. Oh. I'd been trying to get, I'd been, do you know what happened that night? I'd been trying to get her down and I'd tried to go oh. even earlier. Yeah, because it was about seven thirty p.m. and she seemed so tired. And I thought you you're going to go down now, but she's clever. She knows that usually she gets put down between sort of like quarter past eight, quarter to nine, something like that. Yeah. So I thought anyway, it didn't work, and I was annoyed. So I just said to Kenny, "Take her. I need a bus." And he, oh. do you know what? He found a TV show. I don't know what it's on Sky or something, YouTube maybe. It's like a wind down show for babies, Ooh. and it worked. And she was falling asleep on him. And then he went to try and put her down and yeah, she obviously woke up. But then what was funny is when we when we did eventually get her down, I went downstairs and he was still watching it. it and he was so, he he was like, it's so relaxing. Yeah, they are. We've got a favourite that works on Bear every night when he has his before bed bottle, you know, the one that's a little warmer. Um, it's, I think, no, it's not Hey Bear, which he loves in the daytime. It's like this rabbit and a, and a star and the star pushes the rabbit in the boat and then it goes up into the sky and it's on a loop and it's just nursery rhymes, but just the music. And that's oh, every lovely. night with Bear's Bottle. And I cry every night because it's so lovely and I'm looking at him and I, I've got to the end of another day and he's going down and I can see his eyes go, and I cry. And it's like, it's a great feeling, but it's a weird life I'm living right now. It is, isn't it? When, when you've had a good day though, feels so magnificent you feel like you really achieved you feel you know you're just on top of the world she slept well he slept well but when it I mean those bad days or sometimes I have a really good day and then like you know last night up till 2am and I have to have a word with myself because it's very easy to lose it with the sleep deprivation but yeah oh my goodness me um so how is I thought is he out of the sleep or is it still because the thing is with Bear we've got to bear in mind he had his op as well so yeah. it's been a lot for the poor kid bless him so he because we were on holiday um, last week which we'll talk about oh yeah I'll talk about I want to hear about that um, 
we we kind of use that as a like a little test because he's never not been in his own bed next to us in in his, mm. the bedroom he's used to. So we were like, if he smashes this, we're gonna put him in his own bedroom when we get back from the holiday. Um, and he smashed it. He really did. He was going down about seven seven thirty with with his little bunny rabbit and hot bottle. He would wake. Like, while we're up downstairs watching telly, he'd wait like once or twice and we'd just settle him. Then he would wake at about four and then he's up at six. And that to me is a great night. Like, that's that's what we've got now. We're like, yeah, okay, great. So he did that every night and it didn't seem to phase him that he was in a different environment. So last night when we were back from the holiday, we set up his own room, Amy. We set up his bed. And, and big room. Oh, it was so emotional. And... um. We put him in his own bed last night with the with the monitor on him, and I, I must have checked that room so many times of like, is everything safe? Like, I'm still convinced because he's quite near the window that the like curtain rail is going to fall on him and kill him in the night because yeah. I, I can't stop yeah. panicking about it. But I checked everything's safe, everything's okay. Put his nightlight in there. We settled him down great. He went in his bed, and he woke every half an hour. <laughs> oh, did <laughs> throughout he? the whole night? Now. We, we got him to bed later than normal because we're like just enough to come back from our holiday. So he went to bed about nine, which is really late for him. So we've go- Googled a lot and we're now going to try tonight getting him to bed for half six and going a bit earlier. And we've got a bit of a plan to try and try and make this work. But I'm like, now he's in that big boy bed. We can't back out now and go back and put him next to me. Like oh, we can't. Yeah. So he's in it. I've got through that first night of looking at his empty little next to me bed next to me feeling so sad but we just got to keep going now and I've a lot of people have told me today because I've spoke to a lot of people it, it can take about a week to adjust also I've had teddy bears out on the side that he can see from his cot that's got to be terrifying with the nightlight so I'm going to take anything down that like he can see and just try yeah. and do anything we can and get through but I think this next week might be tough <laughs> Yeah, it's bound to take some adjustment for you both. So, yeah, because I can't imagine. I feel sick. At, it's funny. I feel sick at the thought of her not like going bed to, to bed next to me. But then, like at two in the morning last night, I was thinking, "You're going in another room. That's it. <laughs> You're out of here. Bad enough." Um, yeah. So that that just feels so grown up. But like you said to me, oh, he's growing out of his little next to me cot, and she's the same. She's and she's not very big, but she's like banging her legs, and she'll bang her head. Some it's it's. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in, nearly that time. And actually, because he slept well when we were away, he was in his travel cot, which is bigger. And so we were like, maybe this is it, because like, he can stretch his arms out again and stuff. So when he was yeah. in his cot last night, I mean, he didn't sleep, but he, he looked comfier. He's got the room to... On, I mean, on the monitor, he looks like a tiny speck of a thing in this massive bed, which is so funny. Um, mm. But yeah. It's so, yeah, I, I've looked at the bed we've got um, which a friend gave us and it does like the, I saw the mattress yesterday and I just thought that's so massive oh. but funnily enough she, she always sleeps better in a travel cot mm. and because of that reason what I realised when I came back from uh, my mum's where I'd used it I put the side of the next to me up and that seems to have made a huge difference someone did say that to me a while ago because I think they like to feel cocooned yes I don't know but if you struggle, yeah, that that uh, just I just remembered I put that up and I've not put it down since. Yeah, I've always had my side better. up. Always have you? The, yeah. Oh, you see, I didn't. I had it down, so she was right next to me. And actually, I don't think that's. I think that's why she could probably smell the milk or something. I don't know. Oh, we've like um, we've got a way of settling bad because he will stir a few times when you first put him down, um, mm. and 
it's normally when she poured that glass of wine, he decides to stir. Oh, um, yeah, of course. We've just got a smelly pillow. I don't know if I mentioned this. So we just like, lay it next to him for 30 seconds and he like nuzzles into it like a cocoon and then we slowly pull it out and then he's gone. Yeah. Really yeah, strange. Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned that last week, last episode, didn't you? And do you know what I've started doing? I think, did you mention this? I can't remember who told me this or sort of on Instagram, whatever. Putting um, a piece of my clothing in the cot before yes. she goes down as well. That seems to have, I've done that. I've put the side up. And I've also, I put her down differently. Again, I think we mentioned this, where you put feet first, then you roll onto the side. Yes. And then the head, because apparently their startle reflex is on the back, something like that. Bloody hell. So that's, that, that made a good difference, a big difference. So settling has been a bit easy, but that's interesting. So if he, when he goes in the night, mm-hmm. or when he wakes after half an hour or whatever, what do you do to, set, do you take him out of the, do you give him a hug? Do you, what do you do to settle? Because I know there's all this self-settling stuff, which is, I've tried rubbing a tummy and like talk, doing it's worked once or twice but not normally yeah so i'm not into let him cry it out I'd, that might work and might be great it's not for me i will never do that and I, people might be tutting at me but i can't i just can't second he cries i'm there so we're kind of there immediately and if it's if it's i mean let's take last night out of it because that was a shit show if it's a normal night and like he wakes at 4am that's normally when he wakes and apparently that's because a baby naturally, well, we all naturally wake at f- between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. But as adults, we train ourselves subconsciously out yes. of that. But babies yeah, don't know. Yeah. So they yeah. they normally stir at four and then they wake at six and that's just it. Like, welcome yeah. welcome to being a parent. They're awake at six. But yeah, at four, we don't, we pick him up and we'll just rock him and shush him and then lay him down. That might take three or seven goes. But then he'll go back down. Um, yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. To, yeah, because I've been doing that. And I, it used to be I'd put her straight on the boob. But I'm cutting that out now just because I'm like, you don't need, I don't think you need food. Although saying that, she does very short feeds at the moment. And last night I thought, sod this. And I gave her a bottle of formula. And that's when she, and she did sleep for hours after that. But there's been Amazing. other nights I've done that and she's not. And this she's is not it. I, it's just, it's just, it's never... I saw an Instagram post where it was, you know, when you've had the perfect night's sleep and you go, right, what exactly did I do last night? Write it all down, <laughs> do it exactly the same again, and then you will do it exactly the same and you'll have a completely different outcome because they're just, but it's so they're just human beings. It's it, just like, yeah. It's their rhythms, isn't it? It's all about the, and I think some days you must just get it bob on. Like this thing we've been reading that's like, put them to bed earlier. It sounds mad, but they might, they'll probably sleep more through the night if they go to bed earlier. And then it, right. and that starts at the beginning of the day. So like Christian always gets up at six when Bear gets up. He starts the day with him um, and he will have him from six till eight and then I'll take over from eight. Um, and between six and eight, Bear's awake and he should really be awake for two hours and then go back to sleep at eight the way we count the windows. But yeah. Christian just lets him nap on him. And that I've never had a problem with it because Christian's the one up at six. If Christian's tired, if Bear's tired again have a nap but this thing was like no like their first waking window they've got to stay awake you have Mm. to be awake so christian's now like right (laughs) i'm going to be awake between six and eight with him um i've i've just realized because when i used to put her on to bed on the love island timetable the good thing about that was she wouldn't she'd wake up with me quite lazy maybe a feed at six or seven and then we'd go back to sleep till half nine fine since i've been putting her to bed earlier which is technically good because i get a bit of time she does wake up a bit earlier, so probably she's she knows. I think she knows I'm a bit lazy and like a lion. We'll probably do a feed mm-hmm. about 
six, but like that. I'll be honest. A couple of mornings this week, I've woken up before her, um, at like seven thirty or something Amazing. like that. Bear in mind, I have been up in the night, so it's not like oh, I've slept through and I'm awake before. No, it's yeah. just that I'm I'm operating on thirty minute sleep cycles or something. <laughs> um, but it is a nice feeling if that happens. But I'm, yeah, my concern of putting her to bed earlier is I don't want her waking up at six. I can't. I don't mind her waking up for a feed and then putting her back to sleep like she did this morning, and then we get up at like half seven, eight. But that sounds nice. I'm scared. I'm scared about a 6am start but it does seem like if you want your life back a bit yeah you got to do the 6pm to 6am so which one do you take I don't know it's tricky and, and we kind of because we've got him to 7 like he'd normally again ignore last night normally 7 when we were on holiday we were saying if um, if we have to do the early mornings it we'll, we'll take that for our evenings together so like putting him down even earlier is appealing to yeah. us because it's like if he goes down at half 6 then he's done and we can actually make a meal and one of us can take the dogs out and mm. we can maybe walk a bit further with the dogs. And, you know, like, it's just a bit... At the moment, I'm not sure. I think I'll go for lines, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Um, so, so how was the, the first holiday? Do we call it a holiday anymore? No, it is, it is. Let's not get bogged down. But how was the first holiday with Bert because actually I realized you had whilst you didn't have a flight you did have a long car journey and mm. all, uh, that I think that could be worse actually and some for me at this stage we're at I think that would be harder because she wants to be on us a lot yeah he actually he did smash the car I was worried about that um both ways like the first two hours we timed it so when we put him in that was the start of his nap and he just he sleeps longer in the car so oh, yeah, we just kind of waited for him to wake, and when he did, it was like right, let's go to a services, change him, feed him, uh, which so was quite. Four, was it? Was it a four-hour journey? Three or four, four hours. hours yeah, four hours. So how many times did you stop? The first journey there, we stopped once, um, yeah. which was great. And then he kind of was waking up towards the end, and I literally just held my phone because I sit in the back with him, so I held my phone with Hey Bear on YouTube. <laughs> it works oh uh, you see that's what we don't do we both sit in the front yeah and so when there's a meltdown there's no one to do i have i have uh, yeah i mean one of us has crawled in the back before but generally i don't know maybe maybe that is an option i just love it like we were all snuggled up in the back we had his smelly pillow there between us as well so we could like smell that i had all his toys it was a well-oiled operation so we're like when he woke we were about an hour away and christian was like oh god like, I'm tired. I don't want to stop again. Come on, let's go. And I'm like, it's yeah. okay, I got this. Hey, bear, on. Then when that got boring, play with the new rattle. Then when that got boring, I'm like, hold on. We're not, we're not out of things yet. Like, play with another toy. Then when that got boring, here's a book that makes noises. And Christian was like, you are smashing. I was like, thank you. I really felt like I was. But I get it now why mums have, like, massive never-ending bags. Because I had so much in that bag to keep him yeah. entertained. And so... Oh, the, it was kind of the same there and back. He was really good. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. So when you got there, how how did that go? So when we got there, we were staying in a caravan and we hadn't eaten. The dogs hadn't really eaten and Bear, Bear had had his milk. We'd prioritised Bear, obviously. Um, and it was at a friend's caravan and we got there and the second I walked in, I was like, this isn't big enough. Now, I love a caravan and it was a lovely caravan and it was right on the seafront and the sun was setting. But it was like, this is just not going to work. 
we can't carry all our stuff in. We had way too much stuff because we'd overpacked and panicked because it's first holiday. Um, his travel cot wasn't going to fit in any of the rooms or the corridor because it's quite a big one. It's not even a proper travel cot. It's just a cot that collapses. Um, uh. And it was just, we hadn't put the gas on. So it was cold. Obviously, when we put the gas on, it would have warmed up and stuff. But it was just like, I just said to Christian, this isn't going to work. And like mm. normally, right, thinking on the fly and figuring something out is fun. But when you have a child, it's hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, you panic a bit as well. I mean, I felt that a little bit when we went on holiday. I just thought this isn't child friendly at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tricky. It's so hard. So we were, we were just panicking. I was texting you, wasn't I, going, Amy, help, because I know you're so good with yeah. holidays. And you were sending me links and we were just trying to find Airbnb somewhere in this area of Wales that we were where we could get some accommodation. And I felt your, I felt your panic, yeah. And, and the thing <laughs> is with holidays, the problem is with holidays is you just want everything to obviously go perfectly. Yeah. You're like, this is my break. This is when I get some respite. This is when I relax. So when one, one tiny thing goes wrong, it sort of feels like, well, this isn't fair. Yes. You know, I've paid to be away. I've paid, you know, I want to be, this needs to be fun at all times. And when it's not, it's, it's you know, when it's at home and things are going wrong, you can cope because you've got your stuff. And, yep. you know, you've not paid money to be there. But when you're in holiday, yeah, it, it feels really unjust. Oh, you're so right. That is exactly it. And and I haven't had that amount of time. I mean, maternity leave, sure. But like taking a week off from work in normal life for me, I've never done. I always do like four days. I don't know why. I never give myself a week. So I was like, this is the first time. And... Mm. We would just then Bear started kicking off because he needed a bottle and then the dogs were like barking because they didn't know where they were and they were figuring that out. And I just looked at Christian and I was like, Christian, please just find somewhere. Please just find somewhere. Oh. So we Airbnb'd and this man, this angel of a man rung and was like, yes, I can sort it for you. Give me half an hour. I'll go round. He'd gone round. He'd cleaned it. He'd lit a fire for us and we got there. Oh, man. Oh, and he'd got some food in and like some tea and stuff because he knew we were kind of, we explained the situation. And oh my God, he was like, do you need anything for the baby travel cots, anything like that? Because we've got it all at home. I was like, oh, thank you, you angel of this earth. And it, it's no disrespect to that caravan. It just wasn't right for our holiday. It just wouldn't have worked yep. for the week we wanted. Um, no, and I, yeah, I totally get it. And it, it's just so much harder with a child. Every I said to you tonight, everything is so much harder with a child because I, you feel the guilt as well when things aren't going right. And that was the saddest thing, as you said to me, I feel like I've let Bear down. And yeah. I totally know what you mean. But the hilarious thing is, obviously, he hasn't got a clue what's going on. I just said to you, look, as long as you're with him and he's warm and he's being fed, he doesn't give a shit. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's you. The thing is, is we're, you know, when you've got a baby, you want to feel comfortable. You want to feel relaxed. You want to feel like you've got all facilities. This is what I said with my holidays, where you want to feel like if anything goes wrong, we're covered here. Mm -hmm. And that is why now accommodation is more important than ever. Yeah. And just, you know, really making sure, you know, you're not at the bottom. When I think back to some of the places I've stayed, you know, I've stayed in an amazing place in Cornwall when I was pregnant. Do you remember that was down, but it was down about a hundred steps. Yes. Had the most breathtaking view. But if that was with the child and I had turned up there, I would be stressed. Yeah. You know, it's things like that. You've, you've got to suddenly bear in mind, but as soon as you get it right, and it sounds like you obviously found like yeah. an absolute diamond, then, and then the rest of the week was okay. Although what you just said about like the view we were up in the hills like in the mountains in Snowdonia 
And normally the mountain drives I don't love where you feel like you're kind of on the edge and there's no railing and it's, ah, I get a bit vertigo. Um, when Bear's in the car and Christian's driving and there was times when like we're on the edge and someone's trying to like squeeze past, but we're on the falling off edge, and that's the side of the oh. car that bears on. And I was, I was full on like nearly puking. I was like Christian, 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 Christian. And he's like, I know, there's nothing I can do. And that, okay, I so- did think, okay, we need to go somewhere flat next, maybe yeah. Belgium, where it's flat. Right, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so we're ruling out mountain, mountains, yeah. uh, mountainous resorts, yeah. former, <laughs> former. Uh, Boutique rustic convents in Mallorca rule yeah. out. Okay, flat like yeah, you're absolutely right. You just want to feel safe, oh, don't God. you? That's all you want. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. Well, you got through it. Yes. Um, I got a chest infection too, so that was fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, that's good. But no, it was it was honestly it was amazing. It was so and Bear just laughed and oh, and he sat up for the first time and he said his first word. So what? it was Amy. He says. He says hello, and it's so funny. And it, it, it isn't, he's not saying hello. Um, but my friend who's into all this, she was like, he's clearly saying hello and he's trying. So he goes, annoyingly though, you're going to love this. He says it in Christian's accent. <gasps> no. So he says hello. And he goes, oh. If you say it to him, you can see his mouth going, and the tongue going, and he goes, hello, hello. <laughs> I've got a video of it. I'll put it on our Instagram. But he goes, and Christian was like, we heard it. And we went, he just said hello. And we kept saying it to him. And he's going, hello. And Christian was like, yes, (laughs) leads, leads. (laughs) There's no escaping it. But he was like, I told you this would happen, love, because it's the dominant one. It's the dominant, Yorkshire's dominant. So it was always going to be Yorkshire, wasn't it? I was like, fucking hell, he lives in Nottingham and he's got a Yorkshire accent. Oh, that's amazing. I'm really hoping that Eden's first word is going to be Peggy Sue. Um, (gasps) I think when she cries, when, you know, when they go, in my head, it sounds like mama. So I did this, Kenny. I was like, I'm pretty sure she's saying mama. She's almost (laughs) definitely not. But she was like, mama, mama. I was like, yeah, that's my name. Oh, just take it. It's lovely. So Jenny, meant to talk about that um, class that you went to before you went <laughs> went on holiday. How did that? Oh, how yeah. did that go? That that baby class. So I went to a baby class, and it was. I've been to a few now, and they all vary, and they're all brilliant. And um, Bear loves them, but this one was strange. From the moment I walked in, it was like I walked in and. It, there was a clear divide in the room of of mums. There was one very friendly bunch of mums to my left, mm. looked looked lovely, smiling as soon as I walked in, and there was another bunch of mums that were a bit more standoffish and were a bit, you know, like um, like the judgy, the more judgy mums, right? Okay. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It sounds like a scene from Motherland. You've seen Have you seen Motherland? No. But, like I, oh, okay, it's amazing. You need to watch Motherland, even okay. if you don't have kids so funny but anyway okay yeah I think I know what you I think I know what you mean and you if you don't you'll get it in a minute because then we were like chatting and mingling and um a few of the mum so I sat with the friendly mums obviously and a few are the other girl are the other mums just to try and get my head are they like mean girl mums was it like mean girls is that what you mean 
or posh? They were posh. Oh, they were quite posh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A bit. It's not even posh, is it? Just a bit snooty. No, because posh posh doesn't mean judgy. A posh isn't necessarily judgy. And um, okay, I think I think I know where you're going. So I sat with the friendlier ones, and then some of the other mums from the other side, they kind of came over to mingle and they, and they were talking and a few their kids were like crawling up to bear so we were chatting and I said oh I'm starting to wean my son uh, I can't wait I'm gonna like feed him some food in a few weeks and um one of them like leaned really close into me and said um oh see that one over there pointed to one of the friendlier mums she uses Ella's pouches and rolled her <laughs> eyes and I went, oh, yeah, they're meant to be really good, aren't they? Like, the kids love them. And she went, yeah. make your own sweetheart. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, one of those mums. Right, I mean, now you know what W-T-F. I mean. I thought everyone had those Ellis Pack. I see them everywhere. I thought they were, <laughs> yeah. aren't they, like, vegan or something? I thought they were the, the fancy ones, no? Well, not in this group. And Oh, you have to make your own, oh, it's the make your own mum group. Okay. And I'll be yeah, honest, like, in there. I, I am going to make my own and I've bought like a processor and stuff because you don't have to do I what God, that woman to. tells you Jenny no you don't have that is going to be like the mums at school who when it's that like book uniform day I will 100% be the mum the night before going oh shit um, here yeah. is a cape you are Harry Potter here's a stick it's a wand whereas the other mums will have been planning for weeks yeah that is our um, energy and I love that and that's that's where I'm at. I mean, I don't know what I would even say to that, but that, I mean that is hilarious because I actually genuinely thought those pouches, is specific with the were the fancier ones. Well, I, I mean, I haven't got a clue. I haven't started Amy, feeding I, it yet. So I think they're good, but I just <laughs> want to, mate. Like that's my. I just really want to. Do you know what? I'll probably get a week in and be like, give us the pouches. But just yeah. for the first bit, I'm quite excited. I don't like cooking for me, so I'm like, this might be really fun. I might really like it for Bear, but. Just the little rebel in me when she said that had to say to her, "Oh no, I'm all about the pouches," because <laughs> I, I just needed to. Does she shudder? Does she shudder? Oh. Well, our kids. That's didn't it. Play you much. won't. You won't. <laughs> no, you won't be invited to their to their mum afternoons. That's it. I don't want to be at their mum afternoons. <laughs> Are they called tiger mums or something? You hear these things. Oh. I just have no interest. I don't have time <laughs> i don't no. know how anyone has time to i mean the food thing i'm i'm we're gonna start weaning you know not yet more well, in the next few weeks but i'm very very much said to kenny that's your remit because you're good at cooking and yeah. i hate cooking and preparing food whatever so that's if he wants to puree it fine if not i will buy pouches i don't care yeah um, yeah I'm, same there's too much to think about to be um judgy and it's it's, it's like breastfeeding again isn't it it's like yeah or, or formula feeding it's the same it's the same sort of thing. Um, I should just have said, you. I, I imagine if I'd have told her I never breastfed. Oh, <laughs> she oh. would be, she would projectile vomit down you. She would projectile vomit I and sh- ask that you be removed from the class. I bet. You know, you know, if I was to go back, I'm not going back. I'm onto a new class now. But if I was to, I'd just turn up with loads of Ellis pouches and I'd eat one myself <laughs> in front of her. Like, mm, so and give delicious. her a fr- Give out free bottles of ready-made formula. Oh, yeah. Bear, that's Bear's favourite. <laughs> and I'll bring oh, in a wow. McDonald's for my tea. You see, I feel very... Lo- I, and I'm not <coughs> just saying this because um, 
uh, quite a few of uh, the girls in my teenage class have discovered this podcast, but I have I have been lucky. They are a sound group. We generally get together, um, seem to, uh, you know, sort of slag off the same things about motherhood and drink rosé, <laughs> and it's been great so far. Um, but so I've not encountered any judgy mummy stuff until... I was in the, can I say, I put this on my Instagram the other day, I don't know if you saw it, I had a bizarre day where I was walking the dog and I had Eden strapped to my front, I had Peggy in my hand and she did a whoopsie and I pulled a, a poo bag out my hand and this woman, she, did, she didn't even say a word, it was almost weird, she took the poo bag out my hand, she went, I'll get this for you, you've got enough on your plate, love. And I just said, no, you can't pick up my dog poo for me and she went, I absolutely can, she went, I've been here before. You're doing a great job. And I could have cried. I just, I just said, you are an incredible person. Oh. Who does that? Oh, what so a kind. Woman. What an angel. And then she just walked off. It was like nothing had happened. And I just thought, you've made my day. Fantastic. Yeah. I just thought, there's so many wonderful people, especially when you're a mum. And then there's always one who ruins it. <laughs> I get onto the park. She's in like a baby Bjorn thing, whatever. And this woman, she's a bit older. And um, she looks over and she does that sort of, you know, granny look where she looks at you and goes, aww. And I said, oh, hi, yeah, yeah. And you're expecting her just to go, well, it's a nice baby or whatever. And she just looks at me, she went, aww. She went, what happens if you fall over? I said, sorry, what? What? And she said, well, what what happens if you fall over with the baby? I said, what, because the baby's in this? And she went, yeah. I said, well, I'll probably just protect her. I'll... I, you know when you say that you think of amazing things to say afterwards? I said to oh, her. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said, well, I'll just, I'll protect her. I'll be all right. I said, you, you'll be amazed what your body does when you're trying to protect a child's head. Uh, yes. And she went, oh, yeah, I just, I just don't know what I'd do with that. Like the thought of her falling over. I'm just a bit old school. And I just, Ooh. I just, tur- I just turned on my heels and walked off. And I just was like, all I could think was, well, what happens if you get run over by a bus? What happens if you just fall over and die in front of me? Yes. Like, what? 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 And you I just say, so what happens if you let go of a pram? Yeah, that's exactly. What happens if you're just carrying a child and you fall down the stairs? Something oh which God. new mums think about all, all day long <laughs> yeah. because it is your biggest concern is dropping a baby yep. or your baby coming to any harm or banging the head. <laughs> it's all you think about. And I walked off and I was so angry and it was so, it annoyed me so much because that consumed my afternoon with how annoyed I was with her. And yeah. in her head, she probably thinks, oh, I've made her think, oh, I've done some good. No, you've not. Mm-mm. You've just made me really wound up when, I, you know, I'm a new sleep deprived mum. You should be you should be the dog poo lady. Be more dog poo lady. But oh. pe- people said about this mum judgment stuff and it's annoying that we're finally starting to experience it. And oh gosh, I that's, feel, I, that's so. Did you have a shower like afterwards, and you just thought of like so yeah. many? <laughs> oh, the next twenty four hours, all yeah. I could think of was brilliant responses. I feel yeah. like we we need to be prepared. We need to come up with a line that this is universal for any mums uh, to polite. Not even I don't even. I'm so I hate how polite I am sometimes. Do you know? What I've I mean? got. I've got you it. Know, I've got it. Go. So someone says anything judgy. This is the line. We squat, throw our shoulders back, and we look them in the eye, and we say, "Fuck off," because <laughs> it would shock them so much. It, do you know what? It really would, and I'm going to be so brave and try and do that. I really am, because it goes against everything that, as a you know, good person or kind-natured person, you've been grown up to do. But 
it's all you want to say. Yeah. And it's it's like Ricky Gervais in like Afterlife when he he gets that point and does that. <laughs> I, I just, we should, you're right. That is exactly what we need to do. It's hard, isn't it? But sometimes it's... It's a, it's a bit off topic, right? But I had so, one of these but, moments recently when I was arguing with a tradesman who came into my house and has ruined my bathtub. And it was one of the moments where he was being really argumentative because I'd given them a bad review. And um, he's in my house and I'm holding Bear and he's in front of me, squaring up oh, to me. So I just that's thought... A di- it's a different kind of rage, that is. Oh, man. And I just thought, if if you leave and you've spoken to me like this and I've let you, I'm going to do that thing where for 24 hours I'm just going to think... So I just thought, Stewing. don't hold back. Yeah. I'm not going to hold back. So I said to him, I looked at him dead in the eye and I went, are you being like this with me? Because I wrote a bad review on Google. And he went, well, yeah. And he said, to be honest, I think that was a bit over the top. I think it was a bit extreme. And I threw my shoulders back and I looked him in the eye and I went, I was fucking kind in that review. <laughs> and it was so Good. shocked. And he was like, oh, throw an F bomb just to make an impact. Yeah, because you just can't. You can't. And it doesn't Mm. make you unkind. It makes you not to be messed with. And you're not even engaging in an argument. It stops when you drop the F bomb. Yeah. I would. Can you imagine if that woman, because she said it in a sort, because she was sort of smiling sweetly at the baby. Imagine if she'd just looked up and just gone, fuck off. (laughs) Her face. Oh, you need face. To, it's so not like you as well. You need I know. to do it. Her face. Like I'm I'm enjoying the thought, like now I'm processing it. <laughs> the thought of it happening is so magical. I feel like I want someone to say something to Joji now just so I can do it. Problem is what if it what if it's I feel like if I was gonna say if it's your mum. If it's your mum, I feel like you could get away with it more because it's your you know, they'd go, oh, Amy, you're tired or something. It yeah. needs to be a stranger. Um, and they're the ones that deserve it the most. Oh, they're and I, the ones that deserve it the most. I love, because like we're women, so we get like spoken to like this in life. And I love that when people see you as a, a mum and you're all gentle and with your baby. And sometimes I think because I'm small as well, people mm. underestimate me. Um, yeah. And... So to just turn around and say, fuck off, it's just going to come out of left field. And also if you say it in like a, you know, not an aggressive way, if you just went, oh, fuck off. Oh, great. That would be, it's all about the intonation, isn't it? And the delivery. But hold eye contact the entire time. (laughs) You have to hold eye contact. It has to be. It has to go through their soul. And for me, because imagine them going. Imagine them going home and retelling the story to their, to their husbands or whatever or whoever it is. That would just be. I mean, I was going to come up with a like, you know, where you could go. No, nothing. Nothing hits better than that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you know, I was thinking. Is there a line where you just say, if you, you know. I'm a new mum. No, no, don't explain. Because just... what you're doing is you're justifying and you're doing nothing yeah. wrong. So you don't need yeah. to justify. And life is so short. I've got like yeah. the sweetest best friends in the world. And they are, you know, sometimes they'll try and justify things or apologize too much. And I'm mm. like, you don't need to. You're a really good person. But that's just... what we do as women as well. That yes. Is, it is yeah. just... You know, Kenny schooled me on this before when you're sending emails and it's that kind of, I hope you don't mind. Mm. Don't write that stuff. Like <laughs> Men don't talk like that, you know? And we have to be more so, and I'm going to bear that in mind. And actually it's easier to remember that. Everyone remembers <laughs> that. 
honestly, I feel like I don't want to start a movement, but at the same time, I sort of, I sort of do. So if you have any incidents where someone throws a judgy comment, if you do the stone cold f f you, I, if if we could get mums across the world telling people that judge them in any way to fuck off, people would stop doing this. So yeah, let's just point. make it happen. <laughs> Maybe we should practice in the mirror first, how we do it. Sure. I think, because the thing is, you're going to get, a, the thing is, I was thinking, well, you'll get a retaliation, then maybe a bit of a confrontation, but I don't know if you will, because I think they will be shocked. Yeah. Um, and especially if it's a lady of an older age. <laughs> Leave them in the dust. Uh, yeah, I think what you need to do is hold eye contact, but turn yeah. on your heels and don't even wait for a response. Yeah. Yeah, because so then Eye they'll... contact, deliver the F-bomb, turn on your heels and go. You have to be willing, though. This It does come with a clause. You have to be willing that whatever happens after that, you say nothing else. Because the yeah. likelihood is, if you tell someone this, they're going to then go, oh, don't oh, speak to me yeah. like that. Or, oh, don't verbally abuse me. Or And then, you're again, you're going to want to justify why you've done that. So don't you have to silence. say it and zip it. And if you can't, don't do it. It's dangerous. What if, what if they're really going for it? We maybe allow this. While you're walking off, you just lift the middle finger behind you. Don't oh, look back. Just beautiful. Lift the middle finger. <laughs> beautiful. I'm what reliving that I'm reliving that scenario in the park now and it's so enjoyable. <laughs> It's so cool. That'd be so cool as well. They're shouting oh. at you and you just swiftly raise the middle. <laughs> That's it. No words. If anyone if anyone manages this, imagine how you'll feel walking away. Like oh. you'll feel like a like a goddess. You haven't given oh. them that fucking whatever they needed that day because they're in a bad mood. You haven't given them that. And sometimes that's all right because your day doesn't <laughs> need to be a bad one. And your day was ruined by that woman. It's not, it's not it right. Was. No, you're right. And it, it, it actually was. Um, and I saw, I think it was a post on Instagram. I think it was Emma Thompson or someone like, someone who was, uh, you know, uh, very cool. And she said something, when I look back on my life, I just wish I'd told more people to fuck off. Oh, and did I think, she? Um, yeah, I think it was Emma Thompson. And I just thought, yes, that's, absolutely. So, um, great. A line that they're going to hit you with is, oh, you're using that language in front of your child. All this, I'm just preparing you because silence. It needs to, whatever they say afterwards. Absolute silence. It's yeah. got to be silence. So just get ready for anything that's going to come back to you. Yeah. Ideal if you've got headphones, put them on. Um, <laughs> that would be. But the F you, the middle finger and you're done. Well, I think, I mean, I don't know where we even go from here. So I think we bow out on that. And um, yeah. please. Let us know if anyone delivers it. One, know that we would be proud and just be brave. <laughs> just make sure you're in a, make sure you're in a safe environment as well. Like you got to yeah, have. If they look bigger than you, yeah, <laughs> be careful. Yeah, remember you've got a child. You've got a child with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad that we've uh, ended this episode just spreading joy. So yeah, um, yeah, brilliant. As, as always, we have all the advice, <laughs> all the answers.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.